Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Richard Hoskins. What's happening, man? Stone chilling up in here. Uh, what is going on, Zigzag Oregon? Zigzag Oregon. I tell you what, we've got some special guests in the studio today. We've got Smitty and Breezy. You know, they're also part of the Hot Rods and Happy Hour team, guys. What's going on, y'all? What's happening? I tell you what, we even got my intern Will in the studio. What's going on, guys? We got a full house here at the Hot Rods and Happy Hour. I tell you what, man, we got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. I tell you what, Richard, this is something I'm excited about. I'm talking about one of my most favorite things in the entire world today. Can I take a shot in the dark? Sure. C4 Corvettes. Yes. 84 to 96. The best car ever made. Like a little later, I'm going to prove to you. And when you get done listening to this radio broadcast, you are going to want to own a C4 Corvette if you don't already own one. I hope there's a Craigslist, Craigslist challenge after this. Oh, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I see, one, I see one on the horizon for this. But we are talking about the C4 Corvette and the innovations of this car and how amazing it is. But i tell you what, we also got some cool stuff coming up. we got a great show coming up here in a couple weeks. Hot Rods and Happy Hour is going to be on the road in Lincoln, North Carolina for the Jerry P. Lackey Memorial Car Show. This is a really cool car show, guys. And, you know, we always talk about how local shows raise money for great causes this is what i love about it. this actually is a show that's raising money for scholarships for underprivileged children that's what i love about the local car show scene so you know when i'm beating beating you over the head about car shows and going this is the reason why right here because they do great things definitely don't want to miss that august 11th like i said in lincoln north carolina be sure to look it up on facebook jerry p laggy memorial car show that's definitely one you want to catch so, Breezy, Smitty, what y'all What's up, been, Rob? What y'all been up to this week? Oh, not much. Just chilling. Just turning wrenches, man. Well, you know, this is actually a monumental week in history. Oh, yeah? yeah. Because we're here? Well, that. And it's my birthday. Oh, it is, yeah. your, is your birthday. birthday. Is it, is yeah, it it's this 27th? week. 27th? Yes. That's what so, I thought. I'm hey, telling you. I knew that. Exactly. You knew that. It is. It's, I mean, come on. I mean, that's like a red-letter date in history. I mean, everybody needs to celebrate that that's, day. That's the reason we're talking about C4 Corvettes, because it's my birthday. <laughs> that's why. Are you, are you trying to hint at something? Yeah, really. Exactly. A C4 Corvette makes the perfect gift. That's what I'm hinting at. That is, like, the perfect car. By far. So Rob just gets to do what he wants to run now. Rob always gets to do what he yeah, wants. Yeah, it's, like, it's his birthday week, so he can do whatever you're, you're he wants. You're that's catching true. on. Oh, I've been caught on. He needs to catch Smitty's on. Smitty's got it. <laughs> Smitty has it figured out. Will, you're still learning. You're young, though. I guess, I guess greatness was born in that week because my boy's birthday is two days later. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> just saying. But definitely, definitely a lot of fun stuff going on with that. How about you, Richard? Anything exciting going on with you? How about the Daytona Z? We even fired it up this week. Um, I literally drove it around the block over the weekend. Well, like I was getting my grass cut and I had both of my carport spots blocked and they have to get in my backyard. So I had to move a car. So I drove it around the block and parked it in front of my house. But 
it was a fun drive around. It the was. Park. It was a great drive around the park. It was a rewarding drive around the block. Please tell me you dressed up for this. I did. Like a Hawaiian shirt, visor, that kind I of did. thing. I, I put on my horn rim, sunglasses, and uh, I wore a white hat. Oh my gosh! Send me a selfie next time. Yeah, you need to. Uh, will do. You need to. That's the cool thing about it. I was it. wearing my bathrobe. And all that, oh, that's even better. That's that's that would be the time to be great to get pulled over. That's how pimps do it. Exactly. Because <laughs> I can see Richard now walking out like Hugh Hefner with his blackbird pipe. Hello. I don't care about your HOA. Let me get let me let me let me let, let me let me get in my Daytona Z and circle the block. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, that that right there, the visual of that puts joy in my heart. You know what we do. That's what I'm saying. Tell you what, you're going to stay out of the Shamrock Acres <laughs> if you don't roll like that. You don't want to roll through there on a Saturday afternoon. God knows what you might see. That's what I'm saying. Richard in his bathroom driving a Daytona Z. That's exciting. Ooh, the real question is what's under the bathroom, but we're going to leave it at that. Ooh. Anyway, guys, anyway. I tell you what, that, and that's the fun thing about having a cool car, but the bad thing about putting on car shows. I love putting on car shows. I love hosting car shows. I love going to car shows, but when you host car shows, you don't get to drive your car to car shows, so we have to drive them through the week. So, like, I like getting in the booth thing and going to the grocery store in it. Like, I park with the minivans. That's some of the best fun in your classic cars. I mean, if you're not able to take them to shows and whatnot, you know, you're going to get a soda or whatever, why not hop in the old car? And Well, and that's the thing, you know, it just gets the juices flowing, gets everything stirred up. You know, she likes she likes to run around, too. So I had to put a little gas in the booth and all that good stuff, too, and that was fun. And I actually had a guy come up to me in the gas station, and this is funny, and this happened to every old car guy. This happens to all of them. Man, that's an awesome car. I had one just like it. I loved my 442. <laughs> <laughs> Had one just like it, except it was a 65 Oldsmobile Cutlass four-door, and it was green. Exactly. Like, no, actually, you had no one, nothing like it. But, you know, but you know, what do you do? You nod your head, and you're like, yeah, man, go Oldsmobiles, you know? I swear to God, I learned uh, when I was in high school, every American male and female that is over the age of 50 had a black 66 Mustang at some point in their life. Oh, yes. That, and i tell you another one that drove me crazy, is when you have a first-gen Camaro. I had a 67, and everybody walks up to me, and they go, man, that's my dream car, a 69 Camaro. <laughs> I, I mean, everybody thought instantly it was a 69 Camaro, every time they saw it. <laughs> they need to realize their dream. Yeah, that this Camaro has vent windows in it. <laughs> that, like, he drove me nuts, but I didn't even correct him anymore. I'm just like, mm-hmm. nah, you just, I just you go with up. it. I love them too. That's why I got it, you know. But that's part of it. Like I said, you know, it's a lot of fun driving your cars around, getting stirred up. Smitty, what you been up to this week? Anything exciting? Nothing, man. Besides fighting with insurance companies over the wifey's car. Oh man, I want to tell you something. I wouldn't wish that on nobody. Oh well, I, I don't need. Actually, actually, I, I I have fun with insurance companies. I think it's hilarious. I didn't think it, not the way they done me. I don't think it's too hilarious at all. What you need to do is just forward your phone calls to me. I'll be like, listen, my name is Josh. <laughs> and I'm here to talk to you right now about this situation. I think I need to because, see, my blood pressure gets up and I kind of get, my mama used to say I got, you know, really mouthy, but I'm almost positive I got it from her. Probably. And, you know, the older I get, the worse it gets. And most of the time it don't help me in my matters, but it makes me feel better. Well, it's kind of like my dad used to tell me. He said, son, you got the worst case of truck shop mouth I've ever seen, but I'm pretty sure you got it from your mama. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like you can take the kid out of the trailer park, but you can't take the trailer park out of the kid. No, absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just kind of how it rolls. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, hey. But that that's never no fun dealing with an insurance company. They, these guys, you know, it's like you're fighting just to get what's deserved to you. Yeah, you exactly. Know, I mean, it should have been a cut and dry case, but no, uh, not so to them. Never is, never is. I'll tell you what is cut and dry is how awesome the C4 Corvette is. I'm excited. I want to tell you something. I'm sitting here with notes. I wrote notes today because I was so excited about talking about C4 Corvettes. Because you know what? Not only do I know a lot about C4 Corvettes, but I wanted to know more. So I researched. I don't need notes for a C4 Corvette. Well, Richard, we're not all a professor, okay? I mean, you're like the Doogie Howser. I'm psyched about talking about them. I love C4 Corvettes. I always have. uh, And... Yeah, sit down and talking about it. See, this is my thing. I love the C4 Corvette, but I'm a salesman, first and foremost. I want to sell. I want C4 Corvette sale prices to skyrocket. You're going to up the market. From so, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. See, but, Rob, you're going to have to change my mind on this C4 Corvette, because I when can, I think of the C4 Corvette, I think of 1984, 85, a guy pulling up to a gym wearing some Hawaiian tight shorts, muscle bound, getting out, going in to do his work on. What's wrong with that? <laughs> How about a bathrobe? It traumatized me <laughs> as a child. <laughs> but you know, and this is the, these cars got so many bad stereotypes that go with them. And we're going, like I said, we're going to cover the stereotypes. We're going to cover all the innovations that came in the C4 Corvette. And I'm going to tell you something else. Old Rob's going to perform a little magic, and he's going to make some C4 Corvette fans appear from nowhere. That's right, guys. C4 Corvettes against the world. Stay tuned. we got a lot more coming at you right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Richard, I'm going to tell you something, brother. I am ecstatic over here. We're fixing to talk about one of my most favorite things. Dude, I'm psyched. I'm on the same page. But uh, before we do that, I think you and I need a road trip to Love Ladies, New Jersey. Sounds like my kind of town right there. I love C4 Corvettes and them ladies, too. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, man, New Jersey, target top off. That's what I'm screaming, guys. Road trip. And, of course, we've got Smitty and Breezy in the studio. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. That's what I'm saying. She's still working on her intro. Bear with her. Well, if you would have seen how Smitty looked at me just now, I think you'd be surprised. That's what I'm saying. And then we got my intern, Will, in the studio. What's going on? I tell you, he's just too cool for school, Richard. He is, man. He's a character. I'm I'm scared of this guy. I I am, too, a little bit. He comes riding up in a minivan. Freaks me out. Ain't gonna lie. With a fleece sweatshirt on? Yeah, with a fleece jacket on in July. (laughs) He's, he's on the prayer cool. list. Yeah, exactly. He's he's cooler than he's cooler than a polar bear surfing on a popsicle. He's cooler than the other Dude, side of the pillow. I was blasting Aerosmith too, so you oh, already know Lord. what's going on. Oh, you had me till that. Love in an elevator in a minivan, scary. That's bad. It's going down. Bad. That's jailbirds. Oh Lord. Well, anyway, but like I said, we're talking about one of my favorite things. I'm a big Corvette guy. I got it honest. My dad was a Corvette guy, and obviously, I'm a Corvette guy because I grew up. My dad, you know, that's how it works. But I love one generation of Corvettes. Just really stick out my mind. That's the C4 Corvette, and I have been preaching for a long time that the C4 Corvette is the most perfect car ever made. I can't really argue that. Um, and Like, I've I, already converted Richard. I've got Richard's soul Well, you didn't even really have to, man. Um, you know, you and I are about the same age. And, I mean, we were growing up. When we were kids, this was the new Corvette. Right. We had this and, poster on our walls. Yeah, I mean, that's a thing. A new Corvette, when you're six, 
being a C4, you know, 150 miles an hour. That had never happened before. Exactly. I mean, well, I mean, you got to think about it. It was the 80s. I mean, this thing was shaped like a doorstop. Of course it's cool, you know? I mean, it's just, I don't know. I love these cars. And there's so many cool things about them. But, you know, and you got to think about where the Corvette came from. When you had the C3 generation, and, you know, I mean, you got to keep in mind, C3 was a 68 through 82 Corvette. That was that generation Corvette. But the frame breaks everything on these cars from 1965 to 1982 were identical. The only thing that changes is a cross member on the front to support the pointed nose for the Mako Sharp body style, and a cross member change in 1974. That's it. That yeah. So we're talking about some extremely old technology that they used for many, many, many years under these cars. The C4 was world class when it came out. Um, well, it was crap when it came out, actually. But, yeah, well, it, um, it got better with The age. technology was incredible. Well, but um, we're talking leaps and bounds. I mean, they totally changed it. It wasn't, you know, just a little body change it or something like that. It only took a couple years. They had a little teething pain. But. Exactly. But, but, like, with anything great, you're going to have growing pains. And yeah. the C4 had them. And it was a major change. I mean, it was bound oh, to happen. It was night and day. Well, it went from a full-frame car to a unibody car. And, I mean, then you got to think about all the aluminum components under these cars. I mean, there's nothing aluminum but the wheels on a C3 Corvette. Right. A C4 Corvette had aluminum A-arms. All the rear end parts were aluminum. Independent rear suspension, which, I mean, the C3 had independent rear suspension, too, but it had a new Dana under it with, a, you know, all aluminum housing. These were some really sophisticated cars, and they really took them to that supercar level, but right here at home in America. That's right, America's sports car. And I mean, it's something groundbreaking. I mean, this car was a big thing, you know, with a full tilt hood on the top, you know, on the front. These cars, I mean, they're just, they're classy. Dude, I'll never get over that hood. Uh, my brother's had a couple of them, and you're tilting half the car up. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, it's just like a race car. You know what I mean? Like you, like you race it up, or, or like an XKE Jag. That's what it reminds you of. I love, it's just classy. You know, I mean, if we were from the UK, we'd call it the bonnet. But you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, but we're, but we're from America. So we call it the hood. That's right. But, I mean, these are some fun cars. And like I said, actually, they actually released these cars. In 83, they never made an 83 Corvette. But I do got a little Corvette trivia for you. The best-selling year Corvette was 1979. They sold the most Corvettes that year, and they still to this day haven't beat it. The second best-selling year, 1984. Really? Yes, but there's a little stipulation of that. They actually started selling the 84 Corvette in April of 83. Right. So they had a little longer than a year. They counted. But it was still the second best-selling year Corvette. And it was because it was something brand new. Dude, when I used to work at Corvette only, uh, back with John Shaw and Easley, um, our shop car was a black 4 plus 3 84 Corvette. With and, the Doug Nash. Yeah, man. And it was a shop car. And I loved that freaking thing, man. I, I put many, many miles on it. And I loved that car. Well, you know, in the 4 plus 3 manual transmissions, you know, you either got guys that loved them or it's, they absolutely hated them. I treated it like a four-speed. Yeah. You know? I mean, as long as you didn't get stupid with it, it, was, it really was okay. The plus 3 didn't really come into factor, you know, run into Napa. Exactly. So you used it like a parts truck. I love it. Yeah, it was. It was our parts truck. It was that a is. Block 84 Corvette and had a big Greenwood wing on the back of it. Ooh, Greenwood. Now, that's a blast. We're past. You got your Greenwood body kit. You are high class. It did not have the whole body kit. It, just, body it, kit. it did have the wing. It just had the wing. i tell you another thing, too, about the 84 Corvette. Do you know the back glass? The back hatch on an 84 Corvette is the largest piece of glass ever used on a production vehicle. Hmm. Wow. Exactly. I mean, I mean, there's so many just oddball cool things about it. 
Let the digital dash. And this was the thing. And now, now keep in mind, in your early C4s, this is probably the biggest problematic thing with these cars was the digital dash, especially when it got a little age on them. But you got to realize, this is 1984. I mean, Matthew Broderick was just filmed war games when this car came out. So everything was all that techie stuff, but it's not really that high tech now. But they come out with this digital dash that you could flip a switch and it would convert to the metric system. So it would go from mile per hour to kilometers per hour. I mean, like automatically on the fly. And you know, or measure your fuel in liters. That comes in handy if you're driving to Canada. It does. If you're driving to Canada, you flip a switch, it's in Canada mode. You shouldn't be driving to Canada. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. But it, I mean, that was high tech in 1984. It was. That, that really would have been, and it would have been mind-blowing at that time. Because it, it's like you said, War Games just came out, Back to the Future was coming out, everybody exactly. wanted something. It's high tech. I mean, yeah, it's just... Futuristic. But, but the thing that was cool about these digital dashes, GM didn't design the digital dash for the Corvette. They actually bought this dash design from a tank designer, and it was originally designed to go in a tank for the military. Oh, and wow. the reason it converted to the metric system is you're going overseas or something like that. And that's what they used in the Corvette. I mean, like things like that. There's so many cool stories. And we've got something for every year of the C4 Corvette. Speaking of every year, were those 12 years that was in production the best years of your life? By far. By far. Guys, I'll tell you what, we've got a lot of crazy C4 C4 Corvette knowledge coming your way right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Richard Hoskins. What's happening? This can't be a real place. Why not North Carolina? I don't, I'm almost positive that one's not real. No, that one is real. Why I've seen not? the um, sign for that when we've done a car show up there before. How right. funny would that be? Mm-hmm. Why not? Ten miles. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> Might as well. That's crazy. That's crazy. And then, of course, we got we got Breezy and Smitty in the studio. Hello. I'm going to tell you what. Then we got my intern, Will, in the studio. What's going on, y'all? Look at him. He's throwing a little southern flavor in there. Uh, he's getting a little smoother. He's, he's getting his legs under him. That's uh-huh. what I say. Look at him now. Look at him. So I'll tell you what. We're talking about my most favorite car in the world, the C4 Corvette. I think I'm going to name this show C4 versus the world. <laughs> Can I leave now? No, you can't. Do you know how hard it is to bag a C4? You uh, can. Yeah. Well, you, well, you can, but that model leaf spring on the back is going to be tricky. But yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying. But th- you don't need to bag it. You know what? You need to bag it's everything. Perf- it's the perfect car. That's I why. I bag everything. No. You, you don't put just a, slam it. You can't slam it. You can just crank the bolts down. Just, just slam cut it. the springs. And you no. just like put no. like a you don't cut springs. You don't. Like, no. Nobody needs to cut springs will, ever. Will is static drive. This is what happens when you get mini truckers. Versus minivans. Versus minivans. <laughs> you don't have this I dispute. love it. You don't have this dispute right now. We're going to have a brawl. But, so we got the C4 vet. And we're talking about some of the things when it came out in 84 and 83 in California. They released them, actually. But the thing that was really cool about it was a lot of first lease cars. How about the One Piece Target Top yeah, that they're still using today in the new Corvette? They are, and it was not an ideal design. If you've um, ever tried to take one out by yourself. If you've ever tried to take one out when you're not on flat land, <laughs> or rather put one back in. I want to know how many got dropped. <laughs> um I can name two off the top of my head. Exactly. Yeah, they're not very easy to handle. Um, but this was the thing: the one-piece target top replaced the T-tops. Uh, I mean, there's so many cool things about these cars. How about the brakes on them? All aluminum brake calipers. 
on the big Corvette in and 1984. Big brakes, that, uh, I mean, at the time they were built, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure they're the best brakes in the world. At the time, they were made by Gerlach. They're actually out of Australia. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, you got to think about all the stuff that went into this car. And I mean, you know, we went from the 82 Corvette, it was like Disco Inferno, which is a beautiful car, to this. I mean, just like Star Trek compared to the 82. But, uh, you know, the 84 had the crossfire injection engine in it, which that's the only thing that carried over from the 82 into the C4 vet. And it's because they were actually working on the L98. So they kept the L83 for the 84 model year. But, like I said, it had the upgraded brakes on it. Lots of cool things. The weird thing about the manual transmission, though, in the 84 Corvette, do you know it wasn't available till January of 84? I did know that. That, that's, that was the thing. So it was, out, it was out for, what, seven months before you could even get a manual transmission for it. Um, and the four plus three, it gets a weird route because it's a weird transmission. But and they around, ran it for years, though. Yeah, I mean they ran it to what eighty eight, eighty nine, um, eighty nine was the first year of the ZF six speed. Exactly. And then ninety, they got the new interior. But um, the four speed, if you just drove it like a four speed, it was just a four speed. Exactly. It is what it is. Yeah, it was a normal four speed transmission, and and it wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't that bad at all. I mean, and they were good. I mean, at the time, you really didn't have anything to compare it to. Compared to a ZF six-speed, yeah, it's not that great. But at the time, you know what I'm saying. It served its purpose. It was a manual. It was, it was a manual. There was no manual on an 82. Exactly. And I'll tell you another thing that came out with a C4, and probably one of the most problematic things for somebody that don't, does not know how to drive a Corvette, especially with a manual transmission, the parking brake. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Well, the parking <laughs> brake in a C3 Corvette's in the center, just like every other car. You pull it yep. up, the handle stays up. Well, in a C4 Corvette, it's on the left-hand side, yep. and it's ratcheting. So you pull it up, and the handle just goes back down. It goes back down. So you're like, it's not working. Or you just jump in your car and take off, and the brakes are still holding. Yeah. What'd you have to do? You have oh, to, like, wow. turn it to the left or no, something? No, when you pull it up, push the button, like you ratchet. You had to yeah, bring had it back up again. You had to move it to yeah. one side, though. You had to re- get it to release, yeah. and then you put the handle back down. Yeah, that was weird. Now, imagine if the handle stayed up. Well, that'd make getting in awkward. That could be dangerous. That could be dangerous right there. That could, that, that could definitely ruin, ruin your weekend. I smell a lawsuit. Yeah, that could be one from way back. But like I said, so that was the 84 Corvette. And it had a lot of quirks, had a lot of issues with it, but it was the second best-selling vet of all time, that car was. But now 1985 is when it started picking up steam. 85 is when it got interesting. Uh, well, it was a game changer because, I'll be honest, and, the, and it, this, the, the engine gets a bad rap, but I've always been a fan of this one. I love the 098. The L83 got replaced. With, the Crossfire was no love lost. I mean, it really wasn't that great of a motor. I, mean, I like it okay. okay. I mean, it wasn't a bad motor. It does. It gets a bad rap, but, I mean, it wasn't a bad motor. It worked. But the L98, to me, is leaps it's and bounds significantly better. significantly better. So we picked up 30 horsepower from 84 to 85, or 25 horsepower, because they had 205 in 1984, 230 horsepower in 1985 with the L98. And the L98 is a great base for any build whatsoever. And of course, it had the tune port fuel injection on it, which is a probably, to this day, one of the sexiest-looking intakes I think has ever been on a car. You know, you got the big tubular runners on it. Yeah. I mean, it just looks impressive. It does look impressive. I mean, it does. I mean, and now it's primitive, but it's still just a cool-looking motor. I mean, I really think a C4 vet, just when you when you tilt that bonnet up. I think it was the <laughs> first modern, like, you know, modern being subjective, first modern motor that really 
like embraced electronic fuel injection and you know looking great and offering great performance well, for know, all, the, all the cast aluminum remember they had the magnesium yeah. valve covers on it that it ran for about 10 minutes would turn brown but still but you know what i mean like you know i mean it was like a good looking engine department like it looked the part you gotta think 230 horsepower in 1985 oh yeah that was a rocket that was, that was i mean stuff. that was fast well you gotta think about it, it was 150 mile an hour car which was ungodly fast in 1985 it was like Porsche 928 material. Back exactly. Then. Well, then this is the thing you got to think about. I mean, at the time, it was one of the fastest cars on the road, you know. And then in 1986, now something I didn't realize about the and another thing in the 85 Corvette, they actually softened springs up on them because people were complaining about the harsh ride. I thought that was a little bit later. I could definitely be wrong. I no, thought the 86 and the 87s 84, were the autocross 80, monsters. 84 to 85, they softened them up a little bit because people complained about how hard they rode. I think they did it again. Yeah, like I'm sure they just did it again. But so, but now in '86 they went to aluminum heads. Right. But now this is the thing: a lot of your early '86s didn't have aluminum heads on. They were still steel heads because they actually had a problem with the aluminum heads. They cracked. They actually had to do a redesign on the new L98 aluminum heads for these cars. And only the last 9,000 produced actually got aluminum heads on them. I did not know that. I did not know that. I actually learned that today. But do you know that all the 86 Indy Pace cars got them? Got aluminum really? heads? So they didn't start making the convertible until they were already producing the aluminum yeah, heads? to the aluminum heads. And you got to think about it. 86 was the first year for the convertible. I'll tell you another one. 86 was the first year for every car to have a high-mount third brake light. Yeah. 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 And that I mean, a nightmare. And I'll be honest with you, though. That worked out good on that car because some cars it just didn't work right. It looked funny. Yep. But that one it worked. Even the convertibles, you know, they put a little slit across the back bumper and there, and then on on the hard tops, you know, it just had the little light that stuck out. I mean, it yeah. looked right. It worked better than it did on most cars. It did. It, it worked. I mean, there were some that were absolutely hideous. Remember like, the Fox Body Mustangs when they put them in the offensive. luggage rack? <laughs> yeah, they had like this like a little bump on the luggage rack on the trunk. Oh, I hated those things. But. So you know, in 1986, you had that with the uh, with the pace car and the loom hit stuff. I didn't even know that. Like I learned that today. I'm still learning things about it. Then of course you had the return of the convertible in 1986. So the first convertible Corvette since 1975, which is crazy. You think about it. All those years that made a Corvette that a convertible never crossed their mind. And well, then 1986. They I think that was an American it. car thing. Uh, you know, in the mid 70s, for some reason they thought that like America, like American cars that were convertibles were going to be outlawed. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Cadillac did the same thing. That was the whole reason, actually, in the first place for the Target Top, I believe. Well, uh, you kind of got the best of both worlds with the Target Top, I guess. I mean, it's like your hair don't get blown as bad, I, but it's open. Man, I wish I'd bring T-Tops and Targets back today. <laughs> you know why? Because they leak. That's why. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I can't say anything. Anybody that tells you they got T-Tops that don't leak, or you, they're lying to I you. I have had yeah, T-Tops that don't leak. I do not currently have T-tops that do not leak. Did, did they come out? I want to tell or you something. Were they glued down? I look at t- I look I look at T-tops. My previous cars, they did not leak. My current car, they leak like a sieve. I want to tell you something. People that talk about T-tops that don't leak, I put that in the same batch of stories with Sasquatch, the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> You know, the Tooth Fairy, things of that nature. You know, everybody's heard of them. Nobody has seen it. But, I mean, but I mean, they're cool. Like I said, the Target Tops the really didn't leak terribly bad ever. I mean, that's one thing that's crazy about it. The Target Tops really didn't have that bad of a leaking problem as a nah. rule. 
I mean, unless you, I mean, you just had a legitimate problem. Yeah, like if you don't have seals there, then yes. yeah, exactly. But, I tell you another thing though about the torque tops. I think the reason they don't leak is because they're bolted down. You know, you, yeah. they gave you that little tool, and yep. it was basically like a star bit, and you had to stick it up in there, and then like you know, back the six inch bolt out. I mean, it, <laughs> it was about a fifteen minute job to take the yeah. top off of it. It wasn't quick by yeah, any stretch of the imagination. It's not a quick pop it in, pop it off kind of thing. Yeah, it wasn't like you pull two handles and pull it off right quick. So it definitely, you know, was. I don't always think that was an afterthought. You know, like, like really, like, you know, because if you think they put some thought in that, they would have made it a little easier to do. I tell you what ain't easy, these commercial breaks, Richard. They keep sneaking up on us. And I see I see Smitty over there. He's got his notes out. He's fixing to school us on some other Corvette <laughs> stuff. Guys, I tell you what, we got a lot more Corvette knowledge. Head your way right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WRD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Richard Hoskins. What's happening? Truth and Consequences, New Mexico. That's a place I'm afraid to go. Oh my! I don't think I think I'll stay out of New Mexico. I just this ain't right. Are you just over there on Google, like just crazy town names? Heck, I ain't even been to the old Mexico yet. I I don't know. I don't want to meet the judge. Yeah, really. Tell you, it's like Judge Carlos. You know, if you steal something, cut your hand off. <laughs> you know, Arizona didn't you? No, you said New Mexico, but that's right there by Arizona, and they be locking people up everywhere. Yeah, yeah. put you in pink suits and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. We don't play that game. I want to stay on this side of the bars. Yeah, that's the key. That's the key. I tell you what else was the key is the C4 Corvette. We're still you, on this. Yes, we are still God. on it. This is the thing about the C4 Corvette. This this show is going to be titled C4 Corvette versus the World. And the thing is, if I can't get you, how how can I get you to love the C4 Corvette like I do if you don't know about it? So we're going through the years. We're talking about the innovations with the C4 Corvette. Starting, we left off in 86, we're rolling in 87. Speaking of rollers, it started with roller lifters in 1987. That's right. In the L98. Actually picked it up another five horsepower. This thing was up to 240 horse. 245. Well, uh, same as the Grand National. Exactly. And that's another thing. That was a big thing back in the day. And I'll be honest with you, probably the demise of the Grand National, because they don't want nobody beating the vet, and it was too close. Can't have that, especially a two-door, six-cylinder Buick. Exactly. Especially a Regal. <laughs> yeah, you you don't you don't beat daddy. Can't be whipping up on the vet in a regal. But you know, another cool thing came out in eighty seven. Well there's actually several cool things with a vet in eighty seven, but was the Z fifty two package. You know, they had a Z fifty one which was built on shocks and things like that, but they had the Z fifty two, which is basically like the old school days, heavy duty cooling, bigger radiator, bigger cooling system. These things now they're building track cars. They're building them, you know, a little more suited for racing and things like that. High performance uses. So now the Corvette's kind of innovating. It's not just you know a sports car cruiser. Now they're kind of making her a performer now. And I tell you what, the guys at Callaway took it to the next level. I was about to say, did you say two forty-five? Them rookie numbers. They, now, now after Callaway got a hold of it, yes, those were rookie numbers. Yeah, three forty-five, more like it, and yeah. a twin turbo. Was that B two K? B two K. All right, twin ain't, turbo. Ain't that a band? <laughs> I think so. I actually do think that's a band. But, I mean, you got to think about it. They had a twin-turbo L98. Now, and we're talking about 1987. You know, twin-turbos now, twin Tabersky's. That's what everybody talks about. We're talking 1987. Reagan was still in office. <laughs> and they had twin-turbo vets that you could buy. New. And, actually, the first ones actually started out with a truck block. And then, but the, the rest of them used a stock L98 bottom end. 
And like I said, a twin turbo. And I mean, you know, they weren't probably weren't kicking out killer boost because, like I said, with only what, 345 horsepower. 345. But yeah. still, they're very like, impressive. They were like seven pounds of boost, but they had like 435 foot pounds of torque or something. Just and yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you, even today, that's still impressive in yeah. torque. And I mean, you got to think about it. This is a put you in the seat. And that's in, the, in an 87 Corvette that weighs what? 32, 3,300 pounds. Max? I Maybe. mean. And plus, the Callaways had all the cool body kits, too. I mean, them things were trick. They were actually really good-looking cars. Really nice. Really nice. Look, did you just say really nice in C4? I'm converting them. Hey, now. Hey, it's now, working. Aha. This is the only old-school vet that I like. Man, I remember pushing a little matchbox around in the dirt out there, racing. The dirt. dirt. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you something else that actually came out in 87 that really blew my mind. I actually learned this today was the first year for the tire pressure monitoring system. All right, the first thing that pops in my head now, you know, now most cars have a tire pressure monitoring system. Thank you, Firestone. <laughs> but but the thing you got to think about, this is 1987. Could you imagine? Like, I just see antennas on the end of your valve stem caps. You know? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I mean, cell phone technology wasn't even that great in 87. And you're telling me that now we have tire pressure monitoring system? They only made 41 of them because they were so problematic. Yeah. Shoot, they still problematic yeah, today. Yeah, that's what say, man. <laughs> and now they're in 2018. They're problematic. It's 2018, they still suck. You know, I mean, that's that's the thing that I love about this stuff. They made 40. Could you imagine if you had one of those cars with the tire? Pr- I mean, I could just see like little telescopic antennas on your valve stem caps. Corvette has always been cutting edge, though. Uh, any new technology has always been pretty, you know, early on on the Corvette. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and that's that's just cool. I did not in 1987. I did not know that they had. I mean, that kind of technology when people were still carrying beepers. <laughs> beep. When people beep. were starting to carry beepers. Yeah, really. I mean, you know what I'm saying. The dope man ain't even got them yet. What's up with that? <laughs> but I mean, that's. I mean, man, that's crazy. I mean, I just love like the little tidbits of knowledge there. Somebody's riding around with an 87 Corvette. With tire pressure monitoring systems, that that is crazy, and uh, that's that's one of the cool things about Corvettes, especially when the C4 came out, is every year there was something new. Something well, it got better technology. every year. It, I mean, it, it totally changed. This car transformed in its lifespan between '84 and '96. They were two totally different animals. I it mean, they went, were remotely shaped the same. That was it. It went from '68 to '82. Really, not much happened. No. No. Um, they got less power, and that's about it. Exactly, exactly. But, no, the C4, I mean, it was a world-class sports car. Oh, yeah. For, and, 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 I mean, the thing you got to think about, these cars were running with Ferrari and Lamborghini numbers then, in in that time. For $25,000. Exactly. You know, twenty five, twenty eight grand. Well, keep in mind, in 1987, that was more like sixty, but still. Well, yeah, but even that. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, and that's, and that's a... <sighs> That's the cool thing about the Corvette, is it's always been a relatively affordable sports car, even in today's time, compared to the supercars that it's outrunning, it's still a third the price. I mean, matter of fact, I was watching a Vinwick video the other day, a guy that works for uh, Motorcars of Atlanta, and he was talking about the funnest car he's driven. It's a Z06 Corvette. I saw that. All these cars, Lamborghinis, Ferraris, everything. He said the Z06 is still the baddest. That's insane. I mean, the cheapest one of the bunch is the fastest and the best quality. Come on. Straight out of Bowling Green, Kentucky. That's a shout-out town. You're talking about somebody that's driven Paganis. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, like, big money stuff. Stuff I can't even pronounce. 
and he chooses the Z06 Corvette. Well, that was the most fun. That's that's the thing. I was in Dalton, Georgia, of all places. We went and picked up my wife's car. The carpet capital of the South. Of the South, baby. We went down there to pick up her car. Well, they had to do some maintenance and whatnot. And uh, I had then got cool with the guy that was selling it to me. And they was taking forever. So, you know, I, me and her just started walking around a Corvette. I can't remember because I don't like Corvettes. but I, I always can't. knew there was something wrong with you. <laughs> I can't remember the model or anything. I remember it was a 2001, and it was a six-speed. And he's, he's like, you want to drive it? I was like, man, you're crazy. He's like, nah, for real, you want to drive it? I said, sure. I, I don't even like them, but I'll take it for a ride. Me and Bree took it out, and we got on these back roads in Georgia, which, you know, ain't the best of ideas. But I got in that car and was driving it like like I just bought it. And, I mean, the thing was impressive. It, it was is an impressive car. It's like, uh-huh. He's turning. <laughs> He's turning. I'm like, I feel right now I'm fishing. I'm reeling. Yeah. You don't want to do it too fast because you'll lose them. You don't want to shake them. I you respect them, them man. I respect them. But uh-huh. every time I see like the 86, 87s and all the way up to the 90s, I am Batman. Well, but, but you, this is the thing. You <laughs> That's gotta, all I think. But this is the thing about the 80. You know, the 80, 45, 86, 87. I mean, they get better, like I said, the newer they get. But the thing you got to understand I look at like an 87 Corvette as like that girl in school that had the braces, but now she's like a model. You know what I'm saying? Like, it got way better. And this was just a stepping stone to where the vet's at today. And I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for the old C4 that everybody makes fun of, there would be no C5. Right. Exactly. This, the, the C4 was the tri- was the stepping stone to turn the Corvette into a supercar. And the C5 is a great car, but the C4 was a great looking car. It was a great looking car, and it was a great performing car. It, it was for a time, but I mean, there's something that the C5 lost. Exactly. That sexiness. Well, that, and I'll tell you something else about a C4 is, you know, everybody talks about it rides rough. It's made to handle. That's why. Yeah. And the C5, they kind of killed two birds with one stone. They made a car that rode well, like a touring car. But actually, would perform. Right. I tell you what else we got to perform is through some of these commercial breaks, Richard. They get us every time. Guys, stay tuned. We got a lot more talking about the C4 Corvette right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour on 106.3 WRD. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 